welcome back to the Supernatural Radio. I'm your host, Jay Schrosenberg. And today we're going to talk about deception. This topic is extremely important because it will be a huge part of everything we talk about going forward on the podcast. And so, first let's talk about Lucifer and the fall. His fall, to be exact. And then the fall of mankind. Uh, Lucifer was a great angel that wanted to be like God. Basically, he wanted to be God. And so, because of his transgression, he and a third of his angels were cast out of heaven. They were banished to this earth. And that will go into another podcast in the future where we talk about the Nephilim and fallen angels. But uh, right now, that's not what this podcast will be about. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go over and read Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. If you want to look it up, I uh, suggest you do that. Never, ever take anyone's word for what the gospel says, unless you have it right in front of you and can follow along. This is, uh, we'll talk about this in a minute, but I want to go ahead and read this first. It says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, this is the serpent, talking. Okay? It says, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. And here comes deception. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened. And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took of it, of its fruit, and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you shall not eat? Then the man said, The woman you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, "Who? Uh, what is it that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So guys, as I was saying, first of all, never automatically take what one person says that the Bible says, as being gospel. You need to look it up for yourself. I don't care. I see a a big um, 
thing in a lot of churches now where they'll be putting the words on the screen uh, in the front of the church, and a lot of people don't even bring their Bibles anymore. Um, bring your Bible to church. Bring, you know, Have your Bible, because this is how people get deceived when they don't study or read even. Just read for themselves. Not, not even having to study, but reading for themselves. You have to read for yourself and study for yourself. Never, ever just take one man's word of saying that it's gospel because he could be deceiving you. Just like we were talking about here in Genesis. So first of all, we see that um, Eve is in the garden and the serpent comes to her and is saying basically, um, you know... You know, has God said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And she's like, um, oh yeah, we can eat of all the trees, except for that one over there in the middle of the garden. We can't touch that one. We can't eat it or we'll die. And so then the serpent says, oh, you're not, sh God didn't mean that you would die. He just understands that once you eat of that fruit, you're going to be like him. And you'll know the difference between good and evil. And so that automatically piqued her interest. She thought in her own mind then, oh, wait, I can be like God? So we see this same sin presenting itself. What caused him to fall from heaven and be cast down has now also been used against mankind through Eve. And so it said, you know, that she saw that the fruit was desirable to make one wise. And she thought, you know, it looks good and it's good for food. And why shouldn't I eat of that tree? It's, you know, why, it's right there. Why shouldn't I? And she's probably thinking to herself, the only reason is that I could be like God. And so that's desirable for her. He has tempted her. And actually she's kind of drawn away by her own lust for power. So you see, deception takes its hold and it tricks her. And afterwards, Adam is there with her. She gives the fruit to him, and he eats as well. So God had something that he liked to do. In the cool of the day, he would walk in the garden, and he would talk with Adam and Eve. And when he came to do that this day, he couldn't find them. He automatically knew where they were. This is God. He knows where Adam and Eve are. But he's like, you know, <clears throat> where are you? And then Adam's like, um, we were afraid, so we hid because we were naked. And he, then God's like, well, who told you you were naked? And he's like, yeah, well, the woman you gave me to help me, she gave me the fruit and we ate. And because God said, did you eat of the fruit you wasn't supposed to eat of? He's like, well, the woman you gave me to help me, she gave me the fruit. Basically, he's blaming her. He's throwing blame at Eve now. When God actually gave the commandment to Adam first, 
don't eat of this fruit. Adam knew what the fruit looked like. He wasn't stupid. He knew this fruit. He was there with Eve. And so he's blaming her now. And see how he also brings in the woman that you made to help me. You know, he's throwing that, like, in there for good measure. Like, she was supposed to help me, but she actually gave me this fruit, and that kind of hurt me. You know, so she wasn't a very good help, is what he's saying. <laughs> and so, understand here, he's throwing blame. And then automatically, God uh, questions Eve, and then she's like, well, it's the serpent's fault. The serpent, you know, deceived me, and I ate. And so we see here... um, blame shifting and <laughs> that still goes on today guys everyone is always always shifting the blame that they didn't do um let's see here you know deception is basically the act of deceiving someone and deceit is the action or practice of deceiving someone by concealing or misrepresenting the truth that is the definition of deceit. The concealing or misrepresenting the truth. That's deceit. Satan's job is to deceive, and he's had thousands of years to perfect it. <laughs> Literally. Uh, think about it. There's been so many religions that have uh, sprang up throughout history. And... That's because Satan has to make counterfeits. Because the heart of man, God has put it into the heart of man to want to worship something bigger than themselves. And that, that is where many of these gods came from. And they're searching and they're longing to find something bigger than themselves they created something that they could worship and there are many out there today who don't believe and say there is no god and in those cases they have basically made themselves god and that's who they worship they live for themselves not for anyone else or for any god so they have set themselves in that position instead and I'm not going to go into all the false gods right now. That's This is not what this episode's about. We could do that in another, another thing. I mean, you could go down through history books and see them. You can go through the Bible and see them. Uh, there are so many that you could list, you know, all day long and talk about how false they are. So what we're going to look at now is some specific supernatural type things that we can see deception in. And aliens will be the first one I want to kind of talk about. Um, and I will go more in depth on the alien podcast that we have when we do one of those. But this is going to be kind of just skimming uh, some thoughts through here on aliens. Because I personally believe that aliens are nothing more than demons. And, you know, we think of aliens coming from outer space. And we've heard stories about abductions. I started to say deductions at first. That's the accounting major in me coming out. 
But we've heard stories about abductions, and I honestly don't doubt the truthfulness of many of them. Though I wouldn't call them abductions necessarily. You know, what they've experienced, I think, is more um, deception. And I believe a lot of these people have probably opened doors for these things. Because, like I said, we'll go into this more in depth in those um, podcasts. Because I don't want to go off on a tangent here and kind of get lost and get out in the weeds because I want to try to keep these um, episodes not extremely long until we get into some really meaty things. But, so I believe that aliens are deceivers. They are full of deception. There's been an increase in UFO sightings. You can see that, uh, I think I read news headlines even recently talking about the increase in UFO sightings. And I'm not necessarily saying that these crafts are otherworldly or what have you. And again, there are so many things I could bring out on this and talk about right now that I want to just go ahead and talk about right now. But I, I, it, it would get off really on a big tangent that I don't want to do right now that I'm saving for another podcast. But imagine this. The rapture takes place. And a lot of people say, well, the word rapture isn't even in the Bible. It's not, but there is a catching away. Uh, the saints will be taken out of the world at a certain time. And whether you believe that to be before the tribulation, in the middle of the tribulation, or after the tribulation, at one point, the saints are going to be taken out of this world. And yes, there are many people that believe all of those different um, places for the rapture. Some believe the beginning of the tribulation, some in the middle, some in the end. Uh, and again, that's not something I'm going to get into in this podcast, and I don't even know that I'll get into that in any future podcast, because it's just such a, um, can be a volatile subject, and I don't, it's not one I really feel needs to be necessarily discussed in this podcast. But imagine this, the rapture takes place, and the world needs an explanation as to why so many people disappeared. Uh, what better explanation could you have than Christians have been abducted or removed by aliens? Say that um, uh, there could be an excuse as to these people are standing in the way of our higher consciousness or they are they are standing in the way of the coming together of uh, the world under a certain religion or you know just different things name it you know of why we could be removed from the world because we don't want to be like the world but you know that could be a very good explanation to the world as to why Christians have been removed. Because I honestly believe that we're nearing a time when there will be some sort of declaration that they've made contact with aliens. And I don't believe that's going to be true contact. But I believe that that's what's going to begin to come out. Uh, I, recently in the news this last week or so, there was a, a, a article that I read where they were talking about, though they found aliens in space. But what they were talking about is actually 
germs that are or bacteria or some kind of something from outer space that is attached to the space station and they're saying you know this isn't from earth this is from space and that these organisms are in fact alien and you know while we were expecting something you know quite bigger uh, what we found is something microscopic but that's neither here nor there really it's just kind of just letting you know that I believe they're priming the humanity to accept these things I had a dream once and I don't claim to be like some special dreamer or you know you know have some kind of insight into things but I do believe there are some truths in dreams and I dreamed one time that I was going down the road and I could see in the sky a projection and this projection I don't even remember exactly what was on it but the projection I knew in my dream automatically was this is for mind control and as I continued to drive down the road there was like a hologram that was on the side of the road and it was a man and he was doing like a newscast of some sort and again I knew this is mind control this is you know something I knew that I should be leery of I don't need to listen to this I don't need to be deceived by this and who's to say that eventually those things won't be able to come to pass? We don't know what kind of technologies they're having. Uh, you know, things that are hidden from us that we don't know about. So, this is where I believe deception comes in. It would give uh, something that's going to... Like I said, I believe that there's going to be something come out of some kind of sort of proof of aliens that will kind of give validity to aliens and you know it's going to be nothing more than deception and so next let's you know talk about ghosts people claim to see dead people loved ones who've gone on and we know that's not the case it can't be the case again i believe these are demonic in nature and they're deceiving and that's their job they want to deceive people um, I believe that you can be so in the midst of grief and suffering and pain that you believe you see things. And maybe that's sometimes the way of your mind with coping with loss, especially sudden losses and things like that. Um, I'm not even completely sure about all that. I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist, and I, I don't claim to have any of those answers. But I know for a fact that God is not sending our loved ones here to speak to us. Uh, that's just not how he works. You know, your loved ones aren't just wandering around this earth um, waiting to come to you. Um, in the Bible, there's even the story of the, the rich man who dies and wants to be sent back to his brothers to warn them. And, you know, that's, God just doesn't allow that to happen. Um... But I do believe the enemy can use these things to deceive people. And in a time, especially when people are so distraught, it's an um, open breeding ground for deception to come in and, and try to deceive someone. 
um, you know, deception is kind of a human nature. It's part of our human nature. And ever since the fall, that's what has happened. And we have to understand that before Adam and Eve fell in the garden, things were perfect. There was no sickness. There was no fear or um, anxiety. All of these things that we suffer through now were not there. There was no cancer. These things just weren't there. But through the fall, it caused sin to enter into this creation. And so many times people say, how can God be so cruel? How can God allow this to happen? And the answer is, God didn't allow it to happen. God gave man free will, and through that free will, man has brought this upon themselves. And through that suffering that has come, God looked down upon the earth and, and had mercy on us. And has given us a way that we can escape this earth. And that we will be with him in heaven. Where there will be no more sin. And there will be none of those things that like cancer and death and anxieties and fears and worries and doubts. And all these things just won't be there anymore. And, you know, so that's something that we can um, take hope in and have joy and find, you know, some kind of comfort in. And so this is what the enemy wants to deceive us from, to steal us away from that hope that we have. And, you know, like I said, deception is a part of human nature now since the fall. You can look at it in children and see it. Um, you can find a toddler, and if something they've done something, you can ask them about it and say, "Did you do this?" And you know they'll say no, and they'll shake their head no, and sometimes they'll even try to deceive you and tell you a story, you know, and tell you a lie, basically. Um, look at people like Jim Jones. He got nine hundred something people to drink poison Kool Aid, and he deceived them deceived them and they were willing to die because they believed the words that he spoke this is why i tell you do not take any man's word as gospel if he's saying the bible says this and this and this you best go look it up for yourself because you can be deceived and then you know you're believing this you know you're completely believing it so, you know, look at Charles Manson. He deceived his followers. David Koresh, the same thing. you got all these people that are like these, um, let's call them Messiah-type figures, that they put themselves up in that position, and they deceive their followers. History's full of people who have deceived um, many for their own power, and that's typically the motive behind deception. Not always, but typically it is. These people want power. Power is something that so many people want. It harkens back to Satan wanting power or wanting to be God. He wanted that power. So as we move forward with these podcasts, I'll be referencing deception quite often. Um, it's going to be a, a, a running theme, I'm sure, through a lot of the things that we talk about. Um, so in saying that, I'm going to go ahead and close this uh, podcast out. 
And you guys, if you want, you can email me at supernaturalradio13 at gmail.com. Uh, give me some comments, feedback, and let me know what you're thinking. You guys have a great evening.